The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. September 15th, 2023, and I have breaking news to get in the weeds. First of all, I am at Joel Pearl, and the breaking news is it's Jeremy Lambert's birthday. So clearly, we're off to a wonderful, amazing, and incredible start. The chat's already a buzz. They're already, they got the news maybe before I did, but there you go. Your breaking news, Jeremy Lambert's birthday today, right now, as we speak. Happy birthday, Jeremy. How are you doing? Is it breaking news? I mean, I've, I've built this up all week. Joel, you've you've promised a gigantic show all week, dating back to last week. You specifically have uttered that this is going to be our biggest and best show of all time. You have a lot of guests lines up. Uh, you you've promised surprises. You've promised pyro and ballyhoo. Like you you've built this show. Is I want to know why this isn't in the headline. Like Jade Cargill. Uh, okay you know bro, the merger bro 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 if you're gonna talk about pyro and ballyhoo you gotta bring him in the door with a little bit of sex appeal okay it's why you got jake cogill oh, that's more boston than, than new jersey yeah i've been talking about the edwards on impact way too much to know put on my birthday hat yes please put on your birthday hat listen we we already have a super chat from our pal chris music and moonsault saying happy birthday point god so clearly, we're already on the way. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. I hope you're doing well. This is not going to go well with my headphones, by the way. it's uh, it's getting, My headphones are going to like slip off. I also don't like my forehead. Yeah, the last time, last time you wore those, there it is. <laughs> last time you wore that on air, it did not last. Yeah, yeah, I don't like my forehead. That's why I keep my hair long to to cover it up. You project a movie screen on my forehead. Doesn't look great. There we See, go. This this is fair. Great. Unless Sean reports the news, I don't believe this. <laughs> <laughs> it's a work. Now I gotta like take my microphone. And be like, it's not a work. <laughs> I assume Sean's still sleeping. Honestly, I think that's what is fair. he doing? Yeah, Probably sleeping. Uh, it was either that or give you the big news that my local burrito place is doing a loyalty member thing on their app. Uh, what? They have a new loyalty program. I just got an email. Oh, good. Good on good on your burrito place. I yeah, guess. Good on Zteca. It's not even that's it's kind of a chain, but they're okay. They're anyway. Everyone sends super chats today. I'm keeping all of the money. It is not going to anybody else but me. Uh, I have I have bills to pay. I have children to pay for. These children need to get a job, Joel. That's what needs to happen. 
around here. That's what I want for my birthday for these kids to get a job. I was going to curse, but we're not five minutes in yet. They need to get a get a get a job or get out. Yeah, why why don't they get a job? Is is uh, what the offspring famously asked, and that's what I'm asking these children as well. Why don't y'all get a job? You won't pay, no way. <laughs> I know why don't you get a job? Now I guess it ain't easy doing nothing at all, but sometimes, what was it? What's the next line? I said, it ain't easy doing nothing at all. Yeah. You're supposed to know these things. Sometimes sure, not me. Something about free rides that come along every day. Wow. Uh, let me hear it from the other friend now. The, the wife's going to uh, send a super chat, or send a super chat, send a text message. Uh, yeah. She's going to text her again. One of us. That's just yeah. how it is. Anyway, uh, plenty to talk about alongside Jeremy's birthday. Uh, no, there's nothing else to talk about. I was about to start a bit where I basically sit here and be like, the weather? I don't know. <laughs> no, we, we're not. No, there's nothing else to talk about. We're only talking about my birthday, everybody. Send me all of your, your questions. Let's turn this into a Q&A show uh, for, for my birthday. Joel's promised all these big surprises and stuff. I don't know when they're when they're showing up. Uh, Neither do I. Coincidence. You know, hopefully, hopefully, the, the these people like you enough to to show up for me because I assume if nobody shows up, it's because you asked them and they just didn't feel like showing up. Uh, you know, when when I had a bunch of surprises for your birthday, everyone showed up not because they like you, but because they respect me that I asked them. And now, if nobody shows up for this then it's because they don't like you, Joel. But hey, man, free rides just don't come along every day. Okay. Is that Let the lyric? on the other friend now. Yes, that is it. Okay. All anyway. right. I can say it. My friend's got a girlfriend and he hates that bitch. I'm glad that you actively waited for the five minutes. I'm still going to get that golden dollar sign. And that's not a good golden dollar sign on our <laughs> YouTube channel. <laughs> oh god anyway we got we got plenty to talk about but first jeremy what are you gonna do for your birthday what's the plan uh, right about people losing their jobs probably oh no that's unfortunately what i've already started doing this morning <laughs> i'm i'm now receiving the lyrics by the way to the song yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. line by line message by message so <laughs> i appreciate it <laughs> Sean asked me to do that when I went to the concert. He's like, I need a transcript of this concert. And I just sent him the lyrics, the fat lip. I was like, here you go. It's amazing. Uh, I just sent him the entire lyrics of that. I was like, there, done. That's the easiest concert to transcribe in the world. All the, everything's already posted for me. I don't have to do shit. You can just go back. Listen, if you ever want to know how how much of the same concerts are from town to town. Just go watch a festival appearance from one of these bands. It's by and large, just the same thing. You can almost feel through the entire set. I saw Iron Maiden once like three times on their tour, like three or three days out of four. And it was the same show. Give or take a song. It's just, it's a machine. It's, it's work. It's, it's, you're just doing the same thing every day. The only difference is the entertainment in front of you. Uh, being like you, the band, you entertaining. The, the the faces are different, but the entertainment's the same. Sure, I don't go, I don't stalk people like uh, like John Alba does with Bruce Springsteen. Go into like five hundred Bruce Springsteen concerts just to see the same concert over and over again. I don't do that. I see it once, I get the experience, and I'm like, all right, cool, I ruled. Next, 
How much do you think John Alba spent on tickets for that? Uh, probably John Alba's a good looking guy. He probably gets the good looking guy discount. We Is don't know about that, Joel. Yeah, yeah, we don't know anything about that. John Alba definitely does, though. Yeah, Music of Moonsaults gets Chris gets it. Seen a million faces, and I've rocked them all. Yeah. Shout out to uh, John Bon Jovi. Oh, unfortunately, there's been. It's going to be a day. Can they? Can they not? Like, they just not do this stuff. We over already on it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Why? Well, why are they ruining my birthday, buddy? This is just how it works. By the way, we we um we have the unfortunate duty of being on the air as the TKO um, yeah. stuff goes down. So we're gonna try not to bring it down. But the reality is, that there will be some people that uh, that do lose their jobs today. Some will be notable. Some will be. Um, people who work really hard and and don't deserve this uh but the reality is that uh, we are in news and we do cover it especially the names that you may uh, keep tabs on or maybe you have just heard transgentally trans gently anyway and uh you've kept a tab on here and there so we try to uh we try to keep you updated on that stuff it sucks but unfortunately it's part of the job yeah we we will kind of mention them as they get mentioned um I don't, I don't know, Joel, speak to this maybe a little bit as well. I don't have any great insight as to these releases. And what I mean by that is how it affects, obviously, the on-screen product. The talent gets released. We can talk about various things that, that pertain to that. Some, some of these people, so the names already, uh, Jamie Horowitz, who did uh, the EVP of Development at Digital, uh, Catherine Newman, who was EVP and head of marketing, and um, who and, and it looks like there was somebody else, but I, I can't find the name. Uh, so yeah, so the, the marketing person, like it's going to be a lot of people that they were obviously important to the the process, but what they overall did was a lot of just behind the scenes stuff that we're just not privy to. But regardless, it's an unfortunate day as the cost synergies occur. My God, there's a bunch of people backstage. What are they doing here? Uh, so here's the thing. I told you I would make this the best birthday ever, or at least that's what you reported. And I don't trust your reporting over Sean's, but here we are. Chi-Town Spurs sent us a super chat. So let's just divert. Let's merge back into the happy birthday. Jeremy wrote, says a happy birthday to you, Jeremy. Shana Tavat to you, Joel. Yes, it is the beginning of Rosh Hashanah tonight, the Jewish New Year. Uh, the traditional greeting, Shana Tavat. It's, it's a, a good year. So uh, thank you very much, Chi-Town Spurs. Appreciate you. Let's uh, let's bring on another. Uh, let's Let's start with the New York Jew wannabe. Let's bring on Andrew Zarian. He's here. How you doing, buddy? Joel. Jeremy. Hi. And a happy birthday to you. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. How are you doing? Uh, wonderful. It's Friday. I had uh, the week from hell, and I'm glad it's over. I'm happy it's your birthday. Joel told me yesterday. I was like, oh, Jeremy's a good boy. I got to show up. Thanks, buddy. One day, uh, I was talking to the, the wife about this. One day, we got to do our bathtub and edible stream. She's very concerned what that actually entails, but I want to do amazing. this because I think it's hilarious. It's amazing. Yes. It's, amazing. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a full-on experience. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you take too much and you end up on Mars. It's fantastic. <laughs> I don't know. We, we got to get kids out of the house and everything. It's just got to be us. You know? We can't have anybody That's else it. interrupting our, our alone time in the bathtub with the edibles. <laughs> Joel, what are you doing for the holiday? Anything fun? 
no you know what my kid's going to the dentist for the first time so that's going to be an wow. experience we're actually we're going to go to the one of the museums uh, on sunday on the afternoon so that'll be nice i so i tried to take off today but it didn't work no yeah yeah i'm, no I'm from new york i could use i could take the holiday i'm allowed yeah, to yeah exactly i mean listen they're gonna run an AEW show in between the big holidays so uh why not you can get away with it which now. i'm gonna be there i'm gonna be at that show i'm going you are officially yeah i got my i got my press tickets oh, i got good. my press passes yeah i decided yeah. i'm not gonna be making the trek unfortunately tonight. oh you're gonna it talk about fun. it like you're still gonna attempt to go and everything yeah. joel you're gonna I'm, i i've passed i'm not doing it maybe uh... december for montreal probably not because montreal december is stupid that sounds awful yeah sounds it's like cold it's yeah like negative 60 degrees out there yeah. no yeah, they ran a pay-per-view there in February that I went to, and it snowed the entire damn time. Yeah, that Terrible. doesn't sound great. Anyway. Terrible. Jeremy's got the big the big plans for his birthday. That's what he's going to do. Yeah, I'm going to Bojangles. Doing? I'm hopefully going to Bojangles. They have a Bojangles now in Ohio. And, you know, Can Bojangles you tell me what a Bojangles is? Oh, they got the best chicken biscuits. It's very it's Southern-style food. Uh, it's big in North Carolina, where, where I grew up and spent many years. So I'd have Bojangles like weekly almost daily and i lived in north carolina not so much in the north but they've opened one relatively close to us so we're going to bojangles and we're paying tribute to uh the great steven jensen by going to dave and busters as well because i gotta win some spongebob cards on the uh coin gimmick what, what's 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 that called joel the the coin, the coin pusher that's all yeah, I coin coin pusher. Pusher. yeah yeah, yeah. The coin they gimmick. saw you coming. What a, what a gimmick oh, that thing is, dude! So wait, I love this is just things. a fried chicken joint. Oh man, this looks great. Oh, Bojangles! Oh, Bojangles is so good. You know so what we good. got here in Queens? Uh, I, I'm lucky enough. We have a lot of Korean fried chicken places. Oh, so good, and okay. it's so good. And there's one right by me. It's called Mad for Chicken, and this thing is remarkable. I, I've never. I don't even. I don't even think it's chicken anymore. They they've elevated this bird into something unbelievable. Who used to put like steroids in their on their chickens and, and uh, chicken steroids? This was a thing. Everyone, I swear. Well, everyone, everyone, uh, everyone in the eighties and nineties. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like it, it became like the, of course this big thing, and then it got you know banned. The FDA or whoever FCC was like, nope, can't do that. Uh, and now they they say it's all real chicken. Now I, I love how expensive. Like I paid. I paid $17 for organic chicken breasts the other day. And I'm like, it's just regular chicken. It's like normal chicken. Why am I paying $17 for normal chicken now when it technically should be nothing? It should be normal, like regular prices. There's nothing. This isn't like a Bentley of chicken. You're just paying for a regular chicken. <laughs> hey, if you win $17, I need the steroid chicken at that and, point. Yeah, at that point. Like- I need some. I need some human growth hormone in me. Right, you got to give me the PED chicken right there. Like you know, baseball was better when everybody was on PEDs. Bonds and McGuire and all these guys just smacking home runs and stuff is great. Baseball's garbage now. Let, let them just take the be on the juice. Much better times. Look, I have mine right here. Hold on, hold on. I'll show you. Am I allowed to look? I got my juice right there. I got oh, my no. gimmick right there. That's fine. Yeah, nah, it's just an empty container. Nah. This is yeah. That's my. This is what I put that on at like 630 in the morning and I rage and I start bashing my head against things like Bill Goldberg. It's unbelievable. <laughs> you look at this lump right over here. You see this little lump? I just you gotta, bash my head in. You got to go full CM Punk and just jab yourself with that thing. Oh my God, that video, huh? Yeah. 
Do you think uh, he was hate jabbing his face after was, what happened? Like, <laughs> I I don't watch a whole lot of plating videos or anything. I'm a little creeped out by it, but I was like, I always thought you'd do it a different way than that. He was uh, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, he did he did lose his mind a couple minutes prior to that, so I think it was all connected. Uh, these layoffs coming today. Is there anything more other than the one? Uh, there seen? was. There was. I assume you're talking about Jamie Horowitz. Um, yeah. Catherine Newman, this is PW Insider. Uh, she was vice president, head of marketing, uh, apparently also laid off. So um, She was also yeah. laid off. Wow. Yeah. Well, there you That's go. I'm sure there will be more throughout the day. We shall see. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm, hoping some of my, I'm hoping some of my friends don't lose their jobs over there, too. It's all we can know. say. You know, we, yes. we expect some Terrible. people to lose their job, but hopefully, uh, hopefully it's not too busy of a day for that yeah. stuff. I do before before we let you go, Andrew, because you brought it up. Yeah. We bring up this chat from uh, from Bell saying chicken has gone up so much in the UK. I'm like, do they drive here in the Lambo? And <laughs> <laughs> that's what they're doing, dude. <laughs> you know, I I have Luxury to. I, I, you know, I I don't shop at Whole Foods. Okay, I'm not a Whole Foods fan. I think it's a big scam. Okay, everybody thinks Whole Foods is great. Big scam. I went into Whole Foods yesterday for the first time. Okay, there was a piece of steak. It was a fillet. Okay, just a regular fillet. A small medallion fillet. They were charging for one fillet forty nine dollars. Jeez! If I went into Mastro Steakhouse, which is like top notch, and I ordered the fillet cooked, it's fifty two dollars. I was about to say they're charging forty nine. You got to cook it yourself. You could you can you gotta, go to a steakhouse and just get that. You know same I, I, could get, I, I want me to get all conspiracy theory on you. This oh. is how you, this is how they get you. This is how they're doing it. No more cooking. Pre-cooked, pre-packaged food. They don't want you cooking. They're taking your stoves away. <laughs> Forget about the gas stoves. Get your You're gonna take my gas stove from my cold, dead hands. Now they want my <laughs> stove. You're gonna be left with a with a f- air fryer, and that's it. Like, don't not, you know what? This is what I'm gonna do. This is what I'm gonna do. Every week, I'm gonna call in with conspiracy theories. Now I'm gonna oh, ruin my whole my overblow. No, okay. I love this. Are you kidding me? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're gonna turn I'll do the voice too. I'll do the voice. I don't know if you guys are gonna ban. I, Jer- I want this, Jeremy. We're feeding us frogs. We got chicken. It's frog. <laughs> Jeremy, we're adding this to the members only pile. Yeah, no, I a hundred percent want this. We need, we need like uh, a four minute conspiracy theory with with Andrew's Luciferianism has has raised the price of Whole Foods. All right, let's let's talk about this. Let's actually let, let's do this. I'm 100% on board with okay, this. Okay, great. This yeah. Is- <laughs> yeah, I'll bring you I'll bring you a I'll bring you a uh, a conspiracy theory a week. How about that? <laughs> oh, oh, we're we're 100% doing this. Are you kidding me? Yes. Exactly. Yeah, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do Matt Men in about 10 minutes and I think I'm just going to do Alex Jones bits for the next I don't know, <laughs> 45 minutes straight. I think that's we, what today's show's going to be. You got to mix in like some wrestling conspiracy theories as well, Zarian, to keep it on brand a little bit. Oh like, yeah, you know what? I could do that. You know what? I, I think I'll call in next week with some really good wrestling pro wrestling conspiracy theories. Yeah. The Stephanie oh. McMahon Macho Man one, forget about that one. No, I'm going to bring you some really juicy stuff. That's the oh. stuff. Yeah, let's I love go. this. We yeah. Andrew Zarian, you rule. We got it. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Yeah. Vince McMahon was the third man. How about that? <laughs> I'll end it with that. <laughs> oh, Joel, we have to do this Zarian conspiracy theories gimmick. Suddenly your birthday ain't so bad. We're bringing in the best of the best. So let's, <laughs> let's, let's keep this train rolling. How about, how about some of the best? You, 
You know her from FMC and from various other places. It's Cher. Hi, Cher. Hi. Hi, Cher. Um, I love that Andrew is not doing like actual conspiracy theories. He's just making shit up off the top of his head as he's doing it. That's the best. yeah. It's almost That's... conspiracy theories. Joel it's... cut him off. Look at this. See, <laughs> Joel just completely cut him off there. I cut, I cut him off you because gave... we need to save it for. We need to save it for the next. I'm too close to the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Joel was not going to allow Zarian to finish his comment. He is too close to the truth. No, How that's dare the, you, Joel. That's the best part. You guys just like throw in a random thing about microwaves, and then Zarian is like, you know what? Microwaves are actually deprogramming our brains when he gets on <laughs> makes up shit. I come on to tell you happy birthday since we did not have a show this week. Yeah, look, you know, it's been a it's been a long week. Tuesday, I was uh, kind of wrecked and, and tired. And S- SP3 was, he got back to me very late. I didn't know if, when we were doing the show, but he's like, no, we can take the week off. I was like, all right, cool. So yeah, we, we just took the week off. I was still sick anyway. I still had no voice. So that was fine. Uh, Every, everybody's sick. Yeah, the, the wife is, has not been feeling well. So I, was like, I just need, need to rest. Need a day of rest sometimes. Ass kids being in school now. That's what the problem. Right, right. And the the merger became like official on Tuesday, so I had so much merger coverage to do as well. So yeah, we'll be back uh next week talking dumb stuff and <laughs> basketball and reality television. But I had to come on to tell you happy birthday. Thank you, Cher. You are like my favorite person on screen right now. That's uh, fair, yeah. I mean, not, not much competition, but yeah, fair. <laughs> but when uh, Joel asked yesterday, I was like, you have to tell me what time so I can make sure to get on there. So I made sure not to schedule any meetings through this time just so I could get on here to tell you happy birthday. Just take the day off. Everyone should get the day off for, for my birthday. The kids tried to use that gimmick. They're like, do we get the, do we get the day off of school because it's your birthday? I was like, sure, I'll call in and let them know like, they're not coming to school. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, nothing going on at work today for you. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I got I got actual plans. WWE, I'm sorry that you guys want to want to do this on this day. News team, I'm sorry that they want to do this on this day. Not my yeah, issue. I I got things to do. I've covered enough releases throughout my tenure that I can afford to step away from from this stuff. I will say I've never had Bojangles before. Oh, oh, share. We don't have oh. that. You've been in North Carolina, though. Okay, but when I go to North Carolina, I'm not like, I just sat in a car for 10 hours. Let me go find a freaking Bojangles. Okay, are you going Are you going to WrestleCade this year? Um, Maybe. Okay, if you do, we will go to the Bojangles. We, we okay. will get Bojangles at WrestleCade. I planned on it because the GOAT, Brian Danielson, is the headline. Yes. And That's after- the only reason I'm going after um my heart was broken from finding out he's retiring from full-time in ring which i like i found out via facebook via will washington (laughs) does nobody does does nobody read the actual news danielson has been saying this for three years that he was going to be ending his He's been saying this for three years he also says he loves to lie and that cody rose to lie so I don't. I didn't watch the show Saturday. Well, I don't watch wrestling, but fair. I definitely didn't watch the show Saturday. And Will is promoting the 
Colorado show, whatever that they're doing. And he's like, it will be your last chance to see Brian Danielson, uh, blah, 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 before he retires next year. And I'm like, what? <laughs> that man's not retiring. He even said it himself. He's going to Terry Funk this thing. He's going to come back. He's going to do the big matches and stuff. Let Danielson do whatever the hell he wants. He's earned it. I mean, truly. But yeah, um, that is my plan. I plan on going. I'm not driving this time. I about killed myself driving all the way there last year. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rough time. So, I all right. Well, I, I plan to be there this year, assuming the COVID doesn't knock me down like it did last year. And and if I'm there, we will get the Bojangles because I think everybody should experience Bojangles at least once in their life. I'm hyping it up very big. Hopefully, it delivers. You know, people got different taste buds, but to it's, me it's fantastic it's also bojangles in a different state and area than where you're used to so that's a big uh... i'm very afraid ohio known for fucking up everything is going to fuck up my bojangles <laughs> i don't know what i'm getting at here like but, i might Ohio fucked up freaking chili that how do you uh, fuck up chili ohio will ruin literally anything i might have to <laughs> for content purposes uh, get the wife to record the first Bojangles Ohio bite and so people can experience as I experience. The sweet tea I'm worried about. Ohio doesn't do good sweet they tea. They do that's, not know. No, that's a Southern thing. But Bojangles has a very specific sweet tea. It, I'm very worried about the sweet tea uh, when it comes to when it comes to getting Bojangles today. I, I must admit, I'm looking forward to getting Bojangles today. A little scared. A little <laughs> scared of what... <laughs> what Ohio Bojangles is like. I have a very important marketing question. Have they done a Bohio marketing campaign? Stop it. No, no, seriously. This is money on the table. I mean, it might be. Yeah. Like I I don't actually disagree. It's not, it's not terrible uh, there. It's not close enough to me to know to, I like, I've seen no commercials for this. I only know about it because the wife, because she knows how much I love Bojangles and is like, Oh, they they have one near us. I was like, okay, but it's not like super, super near us. We got to drive a little bit. Yeah, that's like me with anything. So, well, yeah, you got to go friggin' 30 minutes to a grocery store where you're at. <laughs> True. Um, talking to um, Alexis Cardoza the other night about Starbucks, and he's like, Oh, Starbucks cross the road from my house. So, I showed him the map for Starbucks, and the closest one to me is like 47 minutes away. I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> like- <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> Uh, King Potato says uh, we need Bojangles review after you try. I legitimately, I will record live reaction of, of me having the Bojangles and, and post it on uh, Twitter. You, when, when you need started. to because there are people in Ohio who are going to think if it's bad, like this is how all Bojangles is. So you need yeah. to, this is real Bojangles or this is Ohio fucked up Bojangles. Yes. Yeah. So we we'll do that today when we, we get the Bojangles. So everyone shit, I don't want to promote my Twitter, but, but follow me on Twitter. If you want my Bojangles, uh, I'm not going to say where just search. Uh, if you want my, uh, Bojangles live review. Twitter, And you can see his review. I'll promote his Twitter. It's his birthday. There you go. I was going to say anywhere, anywhere that you follow anyone who watches or listens to the show has probably tagged Jeremy in a birthday post today. So you're fine. Probably. You'll find yeah. it. Uh, hey, by the way, Cher, it's National Felt Hat Day. So don't forget to put on a felt hat. Do you have any of those? I don't think I have any anymore. I yeah. think oh. I went from a whole hat wall to people started being like, can I buy a hat for my family pictures? Can I buy a hat for my family pictures? And then I... <laughs> 
Like none. You just, should you should have gone full Tom Haverford and done like rent a swag and just like rent your hats and, and all your clothes and stuff. Like you could have made a killing off of that. I have a friend who borrows my clothes all the time because she like doesn't have anything that she likes to wear, but she doesn't want to pay for it. So she's always like, can I come shop your closet? And she gets like whole outfits out of my closet all the time. She's getting ready to go on a cruise. And she was like, I need some slutty clothes. I'm like, I'm a little offended right now. (laughs) Wow. She just (laughs) called you out on that. (laughs) I'm like, whatever. You can go look at my closet. (laughs) wow yeah we've been friends since third grade so i'm not (laughs) all right all right that's 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 a little more understandable yeah still called out big time on that yeah it's also it's also national linguine day so there you go you can make the kids linguine tonight i love pasta so do i so i'm a pasta i'm a pasta slut so (laughs) that's fair have you put that on a sticker yet macaroni in a pot share (laughs) <laughs> she got it she got it uh, some other people will get it as well yeah. some people might not I got, get it i got, I got it I got you it. get it you get it yeah <laughs> one time i was making a really good macaroni and i did post a gif of me like stirring it and put macaroni in a pot <laughs> <laughs> oh i can't really say much but um actually i don't think i have a sticker that says that that's a good one that is a good i am a marketing machine today i mean the first one was bad so that don't don't say you're a marketing machine i said what i said share that was not good (laughs) it's easy look at this beautiful sticker oh that's great midsummer's nighthausen Yes. Wonderful. Okay. I will um, let other people tell you happy birthday now. We've had enough share time. Your third favorite share. Um, I don't have any other favorite share. I don't like the one who believe in life after loves. Uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, I don't share Horowitz from Clueless. That was the other share. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. And sure. that married her was fucking her stepbrother whatever um <laughs> the weirdest storyline ever <laughs> she was <laughs> just didn't expect to hear that at 10 30 on a friday <laughs> okay well i will um be going now so um i would like to say you still don't have your trophy yes i don't i don't look at that thing I can't get away with that sitting on my desk. I just can't. Y'all went with the anatomically accurate version. It glows glows in the dark, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. I look forward to us getting ad limited by this. (laughs) 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 Okay. Goodbye, all. (laughs) Take care. Bye, Cher. I'm learning so many things about why I have to click request review so often on these videos. <laughs> Some of these I just don't watch live. I'm like, what Half the time I'm just like, ah, they swore or ah, it's in the title. Now I'm just like, oh, there's a dick in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, you more. <laughs> you know, what can you do? Uh, let's get a couple super chats in. Ryan Sullivan sends one saying, Happy birthday to the big dog, the point god, the cake smasher, Jeremy Lambert. Are you the big dog now? 
Uh, I don't think so. No, I can't 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 claim that one. Uh, Roman Reigns will get mad at me. I think you would. Thanks, I, I, Ryan. <laughs> Alan Mark sends another one saying, "Happy birthday, Jeremy!" Looking at you pulling an SR, look at you pulling an SRS and taking the rest of the day off. I wish all the best for you in the coming year. And you should ask Jimmy Van for another raise. Just saying, it's time. The, I mean, yeah. The the thing the thing about that is, I'm gonna more in three hours than. Everybody else is going to do all day. So me taking a day off ain't actually taking a day off. I, I can take a few hours off, but I'm still doing more than everybody else. <laughs> That's fair. You are a busy man, and I do appreciate that. That's probably the best part about doing this show is that something always happens or something always gets weird. And so far, we're two for two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I, I can't claim the, bi- the big dog. No, Dakota Kai has me beat on that as well. Yeah, Roman Reigns. I can't, I can't step. I can't step on that one. Yeah, no, you got to good on you for for, you know, being good about that. I'm not going to steal someone's gimmick, Joel. I'm I'm an original. That's fair. One of one. L.A. Knight is the first L.A. Knight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Uh, by the way, leaving a thumbs up. That's that's also the original. So do that. You want to be one of one? Go leave a thumbs up on the video. Where where do we want to where do we want to go from here? Where we started talking TKO stuff. Uh, now, I wanted to actually, the reason why I put it in the title wasn't actually to talk about the stuff that's potentially going on today. It was actually more to highlight uh, a bit of our conversation from Wednesday where we started talking about the possibility of these uh, TKO weekends, as people have been kind of calling them, doing a, a SmackDown on a Friday, a, a UFC event on a Saturday, and then a WWE PLE or special on a Sunday. Uh, now, Outside of the whole going back to Sundays for PLEs, and I know people have feelings about that, myself included, what do you think about that possibility? Is that enough to drive tourism to a big city or maybe even not a big city, to any city for a big TKO weekend? Would that? Do you think more people would show up to that versus just a WWE weekend where they're running a Friday-Saturday solo? Um, depending on the city. Depending on the city, because we talked a little bit about about it on Wednesday of you ain't doing this stuff in like North Idaho. I don't know if that's a place, but I mean, Idaho has a north. So North Idaho, I don't think people are going to travel for for all of this stuff. Like it's more if you, you can do this in like a Los Angeles, you could do it in a Las Vegas, a New York, a Texas some of these bigger destination cities, maybe you can get away with it. You'd probably have to do it on a holiday weekend because you try to do this stuff on a non-holiday weekend. People got to work on Monday. Might be a little bit more difficult. Ryan's asking, do, do fans travel for UFC like that? I don't fully know. I feel like most of the time when it comes to UFC, they run their smaller shows in sort of like your underserved markets where people aren't going to travel on there because um, yeah, you know, th- you're not traveling for the events that, that they're putting on, on these smaller shows. Anyway, these are not destination. Hey, let me travel to see this event more than a few hours. They're bigger shows. I think people do travel to them, but those are typically in the, the bigger cities like WWE payback Pittsburgh. People probably just weren't traveling to Pittsburgh, but you look at w- the bigger WWE events. Yeah. You're going to travel for SummerSlam for rumble for, for WrestleMania. And things like that. Like, so, but will they travel for all of it? This is where it goes back to, hey, is is there the crossover that 
uh, Lawrence Epstein wants to believe what Dana White is like, yeah, I don't know about this uh, crossover type things. Um, no, I don't, I don't know how they're going to be able or how they're going to do that because, you know, Nick Khan also said in the interview that stuff like a WrestleMania weekend, they don't, they won't want UFC running that weekend. I don't know if they want UFC running like a SummerSlam weekend, if they want to push that to a Sunday, do they, would they push like a, a WWE payback to a Sunday? Yeah, I could see them doing that, but then, okay, what, what city are you gonna, are you gonna run for that? Because yeah, I don't think people are going to travel for like, Hey, here's a Pittsburgh UFC. And then you get payback the next night. You know, what's the, what's the ticket pricing? UFC tickets are very expensive. Are WWE fans going to be paying for these UFC tickets? And I don't think UFC fans, there's a whole lot of UFC fans that like WWE. I, I, don't, yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of crossover between these two as much as they, they want them to have uh, this crossover. I don't know how that shakes out. I think you can do it. I think the more likely scenario is the, the other scenario Nick Khan kind of pitched and discussed is UFC does a lot of do, uh, international events. WWE is starting doing a lot of international events. You run a UFC show Saturday afternoon. You run a WWE show Saturday night or vice versa, depending on who's in the international and who's in the domestic market. I think that's the more likely scenario is you have a TKO day. I think another point that, that should be brought up here um, is SmackDown being on Fridays might not be a thing for it. It'll be until at least next year because they're locked into the Fox contract until then. But next year, next October, that could all be reevaluated. If SmackDown happens to move, move days, you know, Nick, Nick Khan has discussed, yeah, they're, they're open to moving the day of SmackDown, depending on the rights that they get, whoever, whichever media rights platform they, they signed with, uh, they're open to moving SmackDown. So I'll, I'll pose this. Do we see a Friday WWE PLE and a Saturday UFC pay-per-view if SmackDown is no longer on Friday? Is that feasible? Does that work for people? I just don't know what day SmackDown would move to. I know any day is possible. You could do Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday night SmackDown. You know, Monday Night Raw continues to potentially be on Monday nights if they re-up with, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, with with NBC Universal. And I would also assume NXT would stay on Tuesdays because they seem to like that. So Wednesday and Thursday become your days. Thursday becoming SmackDown day. That's going to screw with me, the Impact guy. <laughs> Wednesdays going up against Dynamite. Impact think- will just move to Tuesday or something. That's right. They'll move to like, Fridays. They'll yeah, move- they'd move to Friday. Yeah. If if WWE decided to go head to head with AEW uh, with with their SmackDown show, oh, I hope so. There's a part of me that really is interested as to how that would play out. Not for the tribalism. Don't start that. Just more for the uh, the the idea that iron sharpens iron, and that it would force both brands to put on what could potentially be their best shows each week, and that's a win for us. That's a win for us who cover it and watch it and enjoy the shows. So for that, I wouldn't mind SmackDown on Wednesday, and plus it would give like the rest of the week a bit of a breather. So uh, you know, our our show would be impacted, no pun intended, in that our Monday, Wednesday, Friday format. By Friday, we might be like looking for things to talk about, but. As you mentioned, and as you posited, if you do a PLE on a Friday, 
then there is potential to have what to talk about going into a Friday night show on our show specifically. Uh, the idea, by the way, of traveling for UFC, uh, I'll, I'll add to it. I feel like that's also fighter specific. If there is a match or just a card that's being built up over the time that makes you want to go or a venue like Madison Square Garden or Major City, like we talked, like you were talking about, I think that would send people to go see a UFC card um, or destination. Again, uh, Toronto, when they would come here, people would come because Toronto has plenty to do. So you can go and see the show, but you can also go do a hundred other things in Toronto because that's just the space. Whereas if you go to, you know, middle of nowhere, Idaho, I think you said, did you say North Idaho earlier? North Idaho. So I'll tell you, I'm going to tell you a little story about North Idaho. There is another Joel Pearl. And he is a very well uh, established realtor in North Idaho. In in an area called, I think it's Coeur d'Alene, which is like the heart of Irene or Eileen. Either way. Yeah, he's the guy who had the original at Joel Pearl uh, Twitter handle. And then one day he gave it up. So I took it back. But he and I are Instagram friends. And he, uh, it's very strange. His, his, his daughter's name, and I'm not doxing anybody, but it's, it's, it's also public. But his daughter's name is actually my grandmother's name. And it's, a very, it's an uncommon name. That's one. And two, we named our Gertrude. Son. No, I'm not doing this here. Uh, I'll tell you afterwards. But we named our son after said grandmother. So it's a very strange, no relation whatsoever to the other Joel Pearl. But uh, he is in North Idaho. So I think it's very funny. Like alternate universe Joel Pearl. We've chatted before. He's a few years older than me. He's a very nice guy. He's like, you ever moving to North Idaho? I'll give you a deal on a house. And I'm like, honey, honey, honey. Let's never move to the U.S. Wow. Oh, fair. Honestly, fair. I was going to say, I don't know why you're pushing back on that one. <laughs> I just I thought you were going to bury North Idaho. But yeah, you all of U.S. fair. I would visit North Idaho just to be like, oh, I Man. met the guy who shares a namesake with me. Uh, and like his daughter's name is the name of my deceased grandmother and all that stuff. Anyway, North Idaho is a very it's a, a very, very strange that you would bring that up. But uh the idea of traveling for UFC and the idea of having um, a TKO weekend is Cordel Adalen, or I'm not going to. Anyway, thank you, thank you, Brent. You you got it there. Uh, that is the name, I, and I speak French. I just can't. Anyway, can't speak this morning. The idea of doing these TKO weekends really does depend on the location and the cards and where you do it. If it's Vegas, 100% you can do it. If it's New York, 100% you can do it. LA, 100%. It's got to be major, major markets. And you could do it with a major show. You could put on like a really big UFC card and then have like a payback level pay-per-view. You can get away with it because the crossover is still that of a WWE, his families, and UFC brings in a different crowd and this is something that i know a lot of people continue to talk about is the idea of the the every we want everyone to be a ufc and a wwe fan and i go back to what i said on wednesday and that's the idea that i don't think they meant at the same time (laughs) i think they meant in the in the life cycle they they see it that there's a lot of crossover between wrestling fans and ufc fans from wrestling fans who maybe wanted something a little more um sports-like feel more real so they go to UFC and then later on they have families and their kids, if they have kids, get into wrestling because wrestling is a pretty uh, entertaining form of, of athleticism. So 
the kids come back or the kids get into it. The people who are fans come back into it with their kids. And it's again, it's cyclical. So that's kind of where my brain is at when it comes to this whole, everyone's going to be a fan of our major product. It is, they, they literally just completed the circle. And if that's the case, then that's brilliant. But uh, that, that's kind of where my head is at with these traveling uh, for events and the big weekend events. They could be, it could be worked out. WrestleMania is not going to be one of those times. They're going to keep that two nights. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was going to highlight this from Bell. Mania needs to stay two days. That shouldn't be touched. I don't think anyone who has that concern should have that concern. You know, Nick Khan uh, in the podcast with Bill Simmons, he's like, you know, we, we're going to talk. We're going to basically say, hey, here's our big dates. WrestleMania obviously being one of them. We would prefer if UFC did not run on these dates. UFC will give them their big dates. Madison Square Garden. And November is always one of their big shows. I would assume you would not see WWE really touch that weekend because that's going to belong to UFC. I don't know if they're going to do like these big pay-per-view weekends. But for example, UFC just had um, an event in Australia. And that ran at still 10 p.m. Eastern. Main card started at 10 p.m. Eastern for us here in America. You know, Could that have run in the afternoon? And then you run a WWE show that night. I think you're going to see the more international stuff when it comes to TKO owning the day rather than owning than owning an entire weekend. If they do try to own an entire weekend, it'll probably be some smaller kind of shows where, hey, it's a lot of local people. Let's try to bleed the local market as much as we can with these two shows. And look, Nick Khan also talked about it as like, which city's paying us because that's going to be a big part of it too. If Northern Idaho ain't ponying up the money for both of these shows, they will take their business elsewhere Um, because they, this has become a big part of WWE business is these, these cities, countries, towns, whatever it might be paying them to put the show on there. And you know, that's extra revenue for them. You know, that's how they made so much off of Clash at the Castle. Uh, they're making money off of like Money in the Bank because of this. Uh, the the Puerto Rico show. I don't know if Money in the Bank was true. Nobody uh, quote me on that one. But but Puerto Rico, it, Puerto Rico and Clash at the Castle definitely true of like they got paid money uh, to hold those shows there. That's going to be a big thing. Is the Royal Rumble is about to do the same. There was talk about when Orlando was on the plate for the Royal Rumble, there was talk about money being spent for site fees to bring the Rumble to Orlando. No doubt in my mind, Tampa ended up outbidding. It, it sounds like Tampa ended, out, ended up outbidding and got the Rumble. Same idea. They will pay because the site fees are in effect for these events. And I don't know if UFC has that, but they can certainly make bank on it. They might try here pretty soon. They're like, wait, WWE's getting all this money just to hold their events here but i think this speaks to i don't know how much travel there is with ufc if people are traveling to these events to see them like i don't think you know a lot of fans for aw all in traveled to london to see that event i don't think you saw too many people travel to australia to see this ufc event and the main the main event was what it was and that that's going to be dependent too is a wrestling show you kind of know you're going to get a big show 
when you're buying these tickets without anything else. WrestleMania, you know it's the biggest show of the year. You know they're going to do everything. Like, you might not be fully happy with the card. It might not turn out to be the best thing in the world, but part of it is the overall experience of going to WrestleMania, be, being around wrestling fans. I don't know how much UFC fans want to be around UFC fans. They just want to watch fights. Like that's what it comes down to. Not take in an, an entire weekend experience with a bunch of fellow UFC fans. Uh, and if you're buying tickets to these shows, sometimes you don't know what fight you're going to get, and you might be disappointed with, with a certain fight. Uh, you know, if you bought a ticket to UFC, I forget what two ninety three. It's like Adesanya and Strickland. Okay, nobody as an American you ain't traveling to see that. And there's very few fights you're going to, especially internationally, you're going to like travel to see for this kind of stuff. So I don't know if even cities, towns would be willing to pay UFC as much as they'd be willing to pay a WWE because I don't think there is as much travel when it comes to UFC. So there is International Fight Week every year for UFC. Yeah. Do a scaled version of that for some, some of your premier cards. And they got UFCX, which is like their experiential thing that they put on, kind of like that's in Vegas every year. That's... Well, no, I, I understand that. My my point being is that because WWE does like a superstore and they do certain events and things like that, I'm not advocating for like UFC comedy a com- community. Honestly, I think that's the last thing I want. This bunch of fighters doing the community stuff for UFC, but anyway, uh, they're also contracted entirely differently. So I could see a as they call it, a premier two-day fan experience of UFCX being scaled and brought on the road for certain events. Not as like, because again, International Fight Week is a big thing. It does happen in Vegas. It's part of a larger week of, of cards and, and events. But if you can take it down a notch, scale it and call it whatever you want to call it, uh, but put it put it on the road, then there's another opportunity for, uh, for asking for site fees and saying this is your value added beyond the card and making it a much more um, fan-friendly experience beyond just, hey, come to the show. So that's kind of where my brain is at if you're trying to market beyond just come and watch the fights. I, I, I'm i with you when it, when it comes to UFC potentially doing something like that to, to gain more um, travel. Uh, tr- I, I don't want to say travel viewership. That, uh, that doesn't seem correct uh travel money we'll, we'll call it you know, get more people from out of state to put back into ufc and into a by by proxy the local economy there because that's a big selling point when it comes to, to wwe as well and why some of these cities are willing to pay this much is like okay yeah we paid them you know 20 million hey, these are just figures nobody quote me on this uh we paid them 20 million to do this but then they got us a hundred million into the local economy. Like that was the big thing with clash of the castle, right? Is like, it was like a 10 to one from what we paid them to what they, they gave us back. And that's how people figured out, Oh, they paid this much to have, to have the show there. Um, so yeah, that, that could be something for UFC to entice, uh, whether it be people to travel or people or cities to, uh, be willing to, to pony up that type of thing. So there's going to be, I don't think any a lot of this is going to go into effect until next year at the earliest because for the most part they all have their calendars figured out for the rest of this year. Uh like WWE's already announced up till Survivor Series, UFC's already announced at least until November as well. I don't even know if WWE's going to do a December show. Even like 
when it comes to next year, like we have the date for the rumble. We hit, we know WrestleMania where all that's going to happen. I think the, the television deal with WWE is also going to potentially change some plans because like we've been talking about SmackDown can move days. If SmackDown's not on a Friday, that could change how WWE and, and UFC work together on stuff. Maybe UFC would be willing to run a Friday night show. Maybe WWE would be willing to run a, a Friday night premium live event. And then the other one can run a Saturday and they could still keep Sunday open. So I think that's going to affect some things as well. The merger legitimately just became official on Tuesday. Obviously, we've known about it since April. I'm sure conversations have been had since April, but you can only do so much in those conversations without finalizing deals until the actual deal is finalized. So this is going to be a, a long-standing conversation that we probably won't see the effects of until, I, I'm willing to say until early 2024, maybe even in more into the year after that. Um, I do, one thing I wanted to point out is, and Nikon was on Bill Simmons' podcast, and Bill Simmons brought up the idea of like a schedule release. And I know Sean reported of like, oh, WWE was happy, like kind of releasing their schedule closer to the days. Like they just announced uh, payback and fast lane, like a month and a half out from the show, maybe two months out from, from like when it was going to air and everything. I do think there could be something to, Hey, on January, you know, 30th or whatever. Um, let's announce the entire schedule. And then people can start making plans and stuff. It's like, oh, the, there's a UFC event here. There's a WWE event here. How do we plan? How do we coordinate? What are we going to travel to? Oh, there's an event, two events on the same weekend. And that can really, like, because this is what basically the, the NBA does. All sports teams do this. They have a day for the schedule. I don't give a shit about schedule release day in these sports because I'm just like, okay, teams are going to play. Cool. But it is a big thing for a lot of fans because if you're trying to plan and you're like, oh, wait, oh, oh, like, okay, for, for me, for example, the Avs are coming to town on this day. Okay, I got to make sure I'm in Ohio for this day so I can go to the Avs game. Oh, the Thunder are going to play Cleveland on this day. Okay, I got to make plans to go here to, to be in town so I can go see the Thunder play. People look at that stuff. And I think for it, it, but if you're a local team of like, okay, when does this, this rivalry play, play my team? When is LeBron coming? When is, when is Luca coming? When is Connor Bedard coming? Like you're looking at that kind of stuff. And so if you're looking at a, a UFC WWE schedule, it's like, oh, UFC is holding a pay-per-view this day. I know it's coming on this day, or I know it's going to be this close. Okay. Let me go ahead and make my plans now. And I think like that could there could be something to that that they do a mass TKO schedule release uh, for for the year, whether it be January, March, whenever they decide to do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't have enough of an opinion on it to to, to extrapolate. But I will say that the way that WWE is doing it now, I don't dislike it. Um, only because th- I I typically just have a feeling of when things are going to be or where they are because of just I see it year by year so for me it's more just it's going to happen I just I, I kind of have a, an idea of where it's going to be that's just me so I fly by the okay street. but you are not as plugged in as, or you are more plugged in I should say than yes. your your local kind of people who actually like to 
you know, maybe realize, oh, what, what, what are the plans here? And when can I do stuff? Um, no, Louis says, why don't you stop doing because NBA players are rest. Yeah, true. Uh, and last minute ticket buying. You are also a last minute ticket buyer. Very Joel. much. Like yes. a lot of people like to actually plan of like, oh, hey, okay. I have this weekend plan to go here. Let me not do anything else on this day. So I, there's an argument for both sides. I think if you can plan stuff out, it can be better for people. And I think is especially if you're trying to plan like entire weekends and you're trying to get people to travel and stuff, the further out you you announce that, I think the better for stuff like that. I would go so far as to say more people should become last minute ticket buyers because that that pushes certain things to uh become better. That, that listen, I'll put it because we're going to transition here from from this TKO talk. We'll talk a little bit about Jade Cargill and we'll talk about AEW as a whole after Dynamite and all that stuff, but um Come on, man. You see two for one tickets going up. And the amount of times I hear people say, I bought tickets in section blank and now I can get a two for one deal in section blank for much less. I bought them on the first day. Well, they buy them, buy them later. And if the, sh- the show is never sold out, a show is never actually sold out. That's all I'm going to say. You can always find tickets day of you can always find tickets week of if they tell you it's sold out guess what there will always be a ticket there will always be someone sick there will always be someone unavailable to go if you're going to a large group that's a different situation go buy a box or something go treat yourself but if you're gonna go go make sure you just just last minute man production holds the good nine you don't want to you'll be staring at wrestlers asses the whole time if you're like i want to be on the hard cam side no you don't you're staring at backside all night. Some people want to do that. That's okay. You you are typically going as one person to this. No, I go I go usually two, maybe three people. No, I don't believe you. You don't have friends. I have Tim. He's contractually <laughs> obligated to be my friend. <laughs> uh, I I think that I, I think that a big schedule release thing can can help for for both and get people excited. I think it also like increases some excitement for these events as well it's like oh can't wait to go on this day like there's the anticipation to go to it um i understand your point but I- i'm trying to there- there's not everybody is the same obviously we we are more of the last minute kind of people and, and sometimes like you know for example offspring tickets when they went on sale uh that i got for for my wife for her birthday i bought them immediately I was like, all right, I'm just going to go ahead and get these that way. I know the dates. I know what we're going to look forward to. I try to typically get things immediately. And then if I can't get them immediately, then I will wait on it. And I'll be like, all right, that, I'll wait it out. I'm like, yeah, you're right in that you wait it out. And okay, uh, maybe it does go down. Maybe there are more tickets available. Some people just don't want to take that risk. And it is a risk that you are taking with that by, by trying that, especially if you were trying to plan something and you're trying to plan with a group of people or plan for even if it's just like two or three people. Like sometimes you just want to know, you want to be secure in, hey, I got the tickets. I don't have anything to worry about. I don't have to stress about this happening or that happening type of thing. And look, every everybody has their own just ways of doing this. But I think a schedule release thing, it beca- it can become a big deal and increase the anticipation. That's totally fair. And then I'll, I'll bring up Jeff Valley driver's chat here. So you're getting gouged hard for collision tickets in Toronto. I'll be going the Joel route. And, and this is okay. So yes, we're going to, we're going to move over to the AW side of things coming out of dynamite and all that. So 
I'm going to say this, and I hope people understand me when I say this. AEW does not have, and they're proving this, they do not have the brand name, brand recognition that they think they do when they come to towns nowadays. They've had it before. They've ran hot crowds. They've ran hot buildings. They've had great attendance. It's gone down, and there are plenty of reasons why, but I think one of them is that they're hoping that their name alone is driving the ticket sales. And we're not seeing that. And that's that's a bigger issue with creative. That's a bigger issue with what they're presenting on TV. And of course, I think a lot of like the external shit that was going on, the CM Punk news and the who's fighting who news, I kind of took it away. Um, now, what I want to say is, is there an opportunity for them to sell out buildings again? 100% yes. Do I have the answers for that? Absolutely no, I do not. Not, not the buildings they're running right now. Not the ones that are. And you know what? You can run those to scale and you can still sell in a you know 12,000 seat venue. You can still go halvesies and you can still do well. But part of it is like they're charging an arm and a leg for tickets. Those collision tickets that Jeff was just mentioning, those things started at like 100 bucks. Started at $100 Canadian. So that's probably... Call that about $75, $80 uh, US. That's a lot just to sit up in the gods in, in the uh, Scotiabank arena. There's no reason for that. There's absolutely no reason for that. Same thing with Arthur, with Arthur Ashe. When I went with Jim and Ika, this was in 2021 when they first ran it, we probably overpaid. We probably, I think we paid about $60 each for our tickets and we were behind the stage on one of the uh, higher levels. Not, not all the way, at the, we were probably towards the front of a high level. And that was secondhand. And that was, <laughs> I'll throw her under the bus. That was Jim also wanting to make sure that we had tickets because she was like anxious, FOMO style. Love her to bits, but I was like, you got to trust me. <laughs> but anyway, we got a chance. Okay. But again, not everybody is going to be like that. I know. Like I mean, some people, I, I get that. And that's why, that's especially, why I, especially that was the first Arthur Ashe show as well. Like, I do think there is something to it of like, oh, first time especially a big show like that. Like that was, everyone knew yeah. that was going to be a big show. Yes. If it is a, Hey, dynamite's coming to town for the first time. Like, all right, maybe you can wait on that. And this is my point about the WWE schedule is like, okay, Hey, if payback's coming, maybe I don't need to get that immediately. Hey, if survivor series is coming, maybe I should get that immediately. Well, there's also another problem. And that is the idea that they've upped the prices exponentially for grand slam this year. That's yeah, what I was getting that. at overall is that the prices are absolutely bonkers. And if they think that that is a, um, we, we deserve it because we've built as a company and we just sold out Wembley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you, 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 you didn't, you came somewhere for the first time. There was a lot of buzz. You put on a good show that now you came home and unfortunately home domestically, you're not, you're not getting the same reaction because Jeremy, to your point, you're not selling to new markets. You're going to the old ones. And it's just not, it, it, it's not hot enough as a product to justify your ticket sale right now, to, to, to justify how much you're selling your tickets for. And that bugs the shit out of me. Okay, well, that's a different discussion of ticket prices. That's where I was and, going with it because it does, but it all plays together is what it, really what it is. But I wanted to get to the ticket prices point. Go ahead. I don't have anything. That's a, It's okay. a different discussion on ticket prices than, hey, release the schedule and get everybody excited for it. That doesn't mean you know, tickets are going to go on sale when the schedule gets released. It just means, Hey, here's the schedule. Here's when we're coming. Here's when the tickets will go on sale. Right. And then whatever the ticket prices are going to be, or the ticket prices are going to be, if you want to wait after that, okay, wait, I'm just having a conversation about, 
I think it's good to announce the schedule full time. That doesn't mean the tickets are going on sale right when the schedule gets released. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. No, and and, and that's fine. My my point was more just moving into the the AEW conversation as we kind of shifting about tickets and you know now we're going to talk about product and all that stuff by the way Caden sent a super chat saying maybe this weekend i'll finally ship the gift hey jeremy i bet you 50 dollars that he doesn't do it will you take that bet i have a limited amount of 50 dollar bets that i will give you have five five fifty dollar bets five fifty dollar bets yeah <laughs> i got good i got good sources that say that gift will not be shipped yeah yeah Anyway, let's let's talk AEW. Where, 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 I mean, where do you want to start is where you want to go. Because the big news coming out of, of uh, Dynamite was pretty good show. Pretty, pretty interesting show in a lot of ways. But Jade Cargill might be done. And the big, the, the hat kind of started to fall. Or, or the, you know what I mean? When uh, they announced that it was going to be Cargill and Statlander on Rampage for the TBS title. And a lot of people, myself included, were just kind of like, huh? That was kind of my first red flag. Yeah. And then I went to sleep after the show and I woke up, you know, the, the next morning and I was just like, Jade is what now? And so Jade Cargill potentially wrapping up with AEW. We don't know 100%, but the belief is she's wrapping up. The belief is she could be headed to WWE. The further belief is she don't really need the money, but for some reason she's going to go to WWE. Uh, Jeremy, what were your initial reactions to this story? I, I, like you, was very curious when they announced that for Rampage. I'm like, wait a second. You're going to do this on a taped show? Like, this is a pretty big match. This is a pretty big rematch. And you're going to do this on a taped show? I thought maybe they were just trying to boost Rampage. Maybe it's just like, oh, this is... They're trying to make Rampage seem important. Okay, I can kind of... I can understand that, you know? Let's let's actually do something for Rampage, get people to tune in. And the, the news, Sean dropped the news that, no, oh, they kind of did this because it was jade's goodbye and we saw the maybe you didn't see it but there's video of her and statlander embracing uh, she you know she's waving goodbye to the fans both kisses and everything um and then it was reported by by sean that people believe she is wwe bound and it talks a little bit about this yesterday on, on spotlight but i think this just comes down to what she overall wants she said it before. She said it while she was in AEW. Ain't about the money. She's made. Uh, if you know her, know her background, know her husband, made. Like, she's, she's not doing this because she needs money, everybody. Please don't think otherwise. She's doing this. Well, and I think she has a general enjoyment and appreciation for wrestling. Otherwise, I don't think a lot of people are in wrestling if there's not some type of appreciation and enjoyment for it. Uh, so I think there's that. I think she also has aspirations of just doing big things, doing global things. And, and part of the those aspirations, she already owns a, a softball team with, with her husband, uh, who's Brandon Phillips, by the way, former MLB player, that dude, uh, that dude, BP. Um, so they, they own a softball team. She's talked about wanting to be in, in movies and, and stuff. And look, p- people can talk about, Oh, AEW has the Warner Brothers connection, and like, oh, they they can be on this show and that show. We ain't seen that play out in any type of way. Like Joel and I have talked about this. Like, we've not seen Warner Brothers be like, yeah, we want this AEW person for this movie here. We just haven't seen it. And now WWE's got Endeavor connections, which are just as big. And we have seen WWE people. Seth Rollins is about to be 
in a Marvel film. It's a big role, no, but he's still about to be in a Marvel film. Like WWE people get a lot of these opportunities just because the scale of WWE is so much bigger. It's just much, much bigger. And that's just a reality of things. And that's not to say it can't happen for AW people. Obviously, Samoa Joe got the got the uh, spot in in Sweet Tooth. He's do, he's done some voiceover stuff. Like some, you can get roles in AEW. One, you got to want to go out there and do it. Uh, and I don't know how many how many people have the aspiration in AEW or AEW to to fully do it. Clearly, Jay does. But there's just a a visibility difference between the two brands. And WWE is going to give her more visibility. So if that is what she wants, if she wants to be out there and be an entre- more of an entrepreneur and be a entertainment star, she's going to get more opportunity with WWE because the visibility is higher. I'm really glad you mentioned the movie's comments because that is something that crossed my mind with the potential of Jade moving over to WWE is the idea that yes, with the Endeavor deal, there is an opportunity for representation to be a part of things that aren't just wrestling related. Uh, one thing that really got me with the Jade, um, the Jade news was actually the fact that she had done this interview recently where she praised Tony Khan and said, AEW is where I want to be. And I get that, you know, sometimes we say things to, show our loyalty and to show that you know we're still team players and we're team players to the end it's to thinking back on it it's nothing more than the the artist every well this, this is the thing it's just like an artist saying this album is the my the best album we've ever done when in reality there are other albums that may have been better it's not like that at all Joel. i oh. mean maybe a little bit but let I, me let me use a, a much better comparison here for you um and real quickly people are saying that joe started some of the that stuff with wwe he did he joe joe is a businessman we, we've discussed that before joe looks for these roles and wwe certainly was able to to provide him more of that stuff um i don't remember when he actually like landed the the sweet tooth deal i feel like that's been in production a while i don't remember if he, he started that when he was in wwe it was announced when he was AEW. whatever the, the timeline people can uh figure that out let me make a better analogy when it comes to this out al- the album stuff. Get out of here, Joel. Get out of here with your music talk. Sports, baby. Sports. No thanks. Ain't no fucking player being like, yeah, I don't actually like it here. I'm trying to go elsewhere. When That's they not ask true. them, <laughs> you see when, plenty of football players playing that game. When they ask most of these players, when they ask, yeah, why Soul Blade says it. When they ask these players after they sign their new deal or everything, it's like, oh, are you, or when they come here, it's like, do you want to be here? Yeah, I want to spend the rest of my career here. Kyrie Irvin wants to spend the rest of his career in Boston. Kevin Durant wants to spend the rest of his career in, in Oklahoma City. Look, James Harden want, said, James Harden said he wanted to spend his whole career in Philadelphia and he wanted to spend his whole career in Brooklyn. Plans change and shit. I get that. Plans change for Jade Cargill. You make them unhappy enough, they will bury. They will bury people. They don't care at that point. Clearly, Jay, uh, Jade Cargill still wants to have some self preservation, and it, it was like, yeah, I'm. I I, I want to be here the entire time. She's like, nah, I, I just want out of here. Oh yeah, you can you can say CM Punk has entered the chat where he's threatening to to quit backstage and I everything, but publicly CM Punk was saying, I love AW. I want to be here. When did LeBron go, go elsewhere? Like he always said, like, I want to be in Cleveland. The first Cleveland run, it was always like, I want to be in Cleveland type of thing. Like, uh, maybe they're making reference to the decision. 
I mean, yeah, but that, the decision was when he decided to go to Miami. My point is the for the most part they're doing they're doing public interviews with this stuff. They're not going to full on bury uh the actual place that they're at unless they are truly unhappy. And I don't think Jade was unhappy in AEW, mind you. So I don't think she was going to be like, yeah, you know what? I'm ready to go elsewhere. I'm looking to move on. But wrestlers do that. They they say, they say like, you know, I'm going to keep my options open type of thing. There was no inkling, no speculation with Jade and her contract. So of course she's just going to say nice things about everything. She's not going to burn any bridges. She's not stupid. James Harden doesn't give a shit. He'll burn bridges because, you know, he he thinks of himself as a higher level talent than than he is at this point in his career. Jade's not dumb. She's not going to burn these bridges with, with companies just in case. And look, AEW, you can say what you want about the way she was uh, booked uh, throughout her run and everything, but they put her on that stage. They gave her that opportunity when they didn't have to. And early in the run, you could have, even said maybe they shouldn't have because there were some rough spots early in her run, but they stuck with her. They trusted her and she, she did very well for herself. We are one step closer to doing the rematch. Shaq, Jade, Cody. We just need to replace red velvet and we can bring out the ambulance. Brandy. I want Brandy in that spot. Give me the original match. She listen. She she quote tweeted the Public Enemies pod with their showdown with uh, with Jade. She's like, I'd love to do that. I, you know, I'll, I'll verbally smack talk her ass again and then invite her inside for some yoga. Oh, and it was fantastic. I need need Jade Cargill debut. I don't care when it is NXT. It'd be funnier if it's NXT. This whole segment, you know, Cody Cody out there on Title Tuesday talking. Jade comes out. Next thing you hear, who told you it was open mic night, bitch? Yeah. Oh, that's one of the best lines in wrestling history. It one really of the best is. lines. <laughs> y'all, y'all clowned on her for no reason because that was a great line. Brandy rules. I will never say anything bad about Brandy. She is awesome. I miss Brandy. Yeah, very, very hardworking, very entertaining. So good on good on her. That was good stuff. But I agree. Listen, it's we're a step closer to bringing Shaq back into the fold, baby. Uh, either way, I'm I'm interested in Jade Cargill in WWE as as a wrestler, as a performer. And I kind of put it out there on on Twitter. I said, you know, would you send her to, to NXT first for a short stint? Not for long. It wouldn't be the first time that a wrestler with TV experience has been you know, put into NXT for one reason or another. There is a WWE style. There is a way that they expect their talent to work. And I could see her being put on NXT for, for a hot minute. Just to, I honestly, she could be Becky Lynch and win the, the, the NXT Women's Championship. That's a pretty big springboard. And then she can have a quick dominant run in NXT, go up to the main by Rumble. There you go. Just some time for her to learn at the PC and, and figure out those little nuances. I know a lot of people were saying like, oh, just put her on the road and she can practice with Bailey and she can practice with Becky. Just like, it, it doesn't always, that time doesn't always exist when you're at the shows getting ready, the rings getting set up and there's TV days and tons of other shit going on. That doesn't always happen. Whereas at the PC, it is a dedicated space where you can hone your craft and hypothetically get to that level that people are expecting of a Jade Cargill in WWE. Um, what are your thoughts, the NXT opportunity for Jade? 
I, I think there's validation to that. Um, I have a tough time seeing, but I mean, look, Nakamura did it, and Nakamura was a huge top. Okay, my mom is calling me. I got God. I hope it's a birthday. Hello, mother. Hi, honey. How are you? I'm good. What would you like? Are we on the air? Yeah, you know when I do this show, mom. Like, what are we doing? Hi, Joel. Hi. Joel says hi. Okay. I called to wish you a happy 35th birthday. Don't, no, kayfabe my age. Kayfabe. Oh, happy 21st birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe it's been so many years. Things like yesterday. Yes, 25 or 21. How old am I? 21. Yeah. Yeah. I, Old I don't enough. Yeah. I don't see. My, I'm going backwards on my age now. True. Yeah. Anyway, I just called. Wish you a happy birthday. I'm I'm celebrating by going to the beach. For uh, you. Oh, thanks. Thanks for going to the beach on my birthday. That's 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 very yeah. kind of you, mom. What'd you get You're me? Welcome, you know what I got you? Nothing. I haven't received oh. anything from you, mother. Uh, they, I have, I have no idea what, what you got me, mom. Uh, no, I, the, what? I can't say it on the, on, on the air. I legitimately don't remember. I have a terrible memory. Um, you know that transfer thing we did? Oh, that, that makes it sound like we did a drug deal, mom. Let's not put that out there. No, that's a transaction. This is fine. <laughs> oh, okay. Mom, the chat is asking you, what are your thoughts on Jade Cargill going to WWE? Jade Cargill. Who's that? All right. That's my mom's thoughts, everybody. She does not know who Jade Cargill is. I'm not, I'm not sure. My mom doesn't watch AEW. She, she's, she's unfamiliar with this. So. I watched WWE a long time ago. Yeah, you watched SmackDown with me, and that was it. We went to WWE show. I know. I just said that. SmackDown. Well, I call them WWE. Okay. All right, Mom. What's the difference? SmackDown is the show, and WWE is is the the company. Oh, okay. Yeah. I didn't know, I didn't know there was a difference. My mom's super plugged in, everyone. All right. What are your thoughts on the UFC and WWE merger, mother? UFC? Are you serious? Yeah, I'm breaking this news to my mom. USC and WWE, that's not going to work. Okay. My mom does not believe this is going to work, everybody. I mean, we well, could be looking back on UFC this. Is right. Really? What? Yeah, UFC. Well, I mean, so is some, well, not WWE. Wrestling can be. Yeah, but not like UFC. I've been to UFC fights. You have. Yes, I've that's true. Them. You've been to a UFC fights. Yeah, and I've seen them. They're, they're mean. Yeah, they're, they're very mean. Yeah, so I, I don't think that's going to work. All right. Well, there you go, everybody. Quote my mom. UFC and WWE merger will not work. Put that WWE, on Reddit. WWE is going to have to toughen up. Yes, they got to be much tougher. Say, they should carry guns yes. in the locker room, right, Mom? Huh? They can? No. <laughs> no, nah, back when they were men, they should have guns in the locker room. Guns and knives. No, you 
you can't have guns and knives in the locker room. Why? That's when they were real men. You want them to toughen up? They're just playing their video games nowadays. No, I mean, they can use some nipple things. You know, nipple things? Knuckle things. But, you know, they can use those things, but nothing real violent like guns and knives. So oh, that's all right. All right, Mom. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Well, I, I want to finish wishing you a happy birthday. Okay, you said happy birthday. I know, but I wanted to tell you how proud your daddy and I are of you, of your accomplishments and your career and your beautiful family. And I didn't have anything to do with them. Huh? I said I didn't have anything to do with them. Uh, oh, all right. Don't don't mention fathers on this show. Uh, people will appear and start being mean. mean. Never. No. 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 I'm not. I, I can't do that bit with you. Because no, no. Never mind. What are we gonna do? Nothing. <laughs> Thank you, mom. Thank you for your kind words. All right, honey. Well, you have a good day. Okay. All right. All right. Bye, Joel. Love you, Jeremy. Love you, too. Love you, too, Ma. All right. Kiss, kiss. All right. Bye. Bye. Yeah, Mom taking over the show as she's one to do. Can you believe they never released Bubble Bobble for this thing? Bubble Bobble? What is that? Bubble Bobble was one of the best Nintendo games they ever created. But it's oh. not on the on their, their Switch Online Nintendo emulator. It's very oh. sad. Okay. Did you ever play Bubble Trouble? The hell is Bubble Trouble? Oh, you never played this? If I did, I don't remember it. Now I gotta look oh, it up. Oh, it's it's one of um you can just play it, play it on like it play Oh, it I on, see it on Pokey. Yeah, there it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was one of like the unbanned games in the computer classroom. Yeah, I gotta turn off the sound if I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone go play some bubble out. trouble and everybody. This is I, I spent so many hours uh like after school. Yeah, and it was like this and um, candy, well, candy stand arcade. You know what I'm talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I see what this game is now. Anybody play the candy stand arcade? I'm sure they anybody, anybody know what I'm talking about? The the mini golf game. Oh, lot of hours spent on that. And then of course Oregon Trail. Everyone played the Oregon Trail. Oregon Trail. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember that. Anyway, we're talking about bubbles. Yeah, great conversation, Joel. You're just going to play video games the rest of the time. I need to pull out when men were men and, you know, bring some... You're going to pull out? That's not a very manly thing to do. Anyway, Mario RPG, people like that game. Okay, where were we? We were talking about about Jade? I guess. Okay, well... uh, No, so you were talking about Jade and NXT um, and, and the possibility of having jade cargill appear as someone on nxt i had started that conversation you kind of pulled into it and then your mom called which was just fantastic it'll be interesting to see her uh in the nxt arena you know like that's a big time star so to put her in that arena is uh, a little little It'll be it'll be weird to see it first. She'll obviously be on the main roster soon enough, but it'll be weird to see that that whole uh, presentation in that small arena. She'll make it work, though. I think she probably will spend maybe a month in NXT. I don't think it'll be super long or anything like that, but 
I know we'll we'll see when it comes when it comes to Jade. I'm looking forward to it. There's a lot of good matchups for her in WWE. I'm very interested to see how she works uh, with WWE kind of stories and everything. Um, I talked a little bit about it yesterday. Again, in AEW, she worked a lot of just smaller women because they just don't have a lot of women her her size and stature in AEW. In WWE, you've got like Charlotte, Rhea, Raquel, uh, Nia's back. Now you have more of these bigger women who you can kind of lean into a little bit more. And and the 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 smaller women in WWE are kind of used to wrestling bigger women as well. So they are more used to it too. Whereas in AEW, a lot of the these smaller women, they wrestled women their their size on the indie. So they weren't used to working with, with women of her size and, and stature. So I think she might be a little bit more comfortable right off the gate with her on top of everything she just learned in AEW. So uh it'll be it'll be fun and I I think they realize the star they have with her. You know, we, we see it a lot with Bianca Belair. Look at all the appearances Bianca Belair does. She was New York Stock Exchange with Montez. She does a lot of media. She's part of a lot of the charity stuff, a lot of the partnership stuff. She's she's part of a lot of that stuff. And I think Jade can fill a very similar role. Uh for for wwe and i think they'll push her in a similar mat, uh fashion as well yeah and i agree and uh, and yeah people in the chat asking if this is confirmed with uh jade and nxt well nothing nothing's confirmed not not her officially signing anywhere not where she'll land anything like that this is more with the news wondering whether or not she would go uh one place to another versus main roster raw smackdown or if she'd go over to nxt and my personal opinion was that she's probably going to do a very quick nxt stint get her her bearings underneath and also it'll pop a rating for nxt let's face it we're spending so much time and opportunity having uh these wwe stars that people know showing up on nxt well let's let's try popping in someone like jade who i don't think would get people watching day one necessarily but i think they'll see the, they'll see jade once and be like i gotta watch her because she definitely brings that star power and i, I jeremy you're right when you say you know she 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 hasn't worked regularly in front of tiny crowds in a while. Her first match was to nobody, but that was of course pandemic wrestling. And and but she got that's how she got her her legs underneath her in in, in AEW. Now is the opportunity for her to to start a little smaller and then build up to what would be the the, the full time Raw SmackDown audiences that we see on TV uh, more regularly. Honestly, this is a win for. For everyone involved, I mean, AEW, it sucks for them, but I also it's a win for them. It's not a win for them, but also, you know, they have other women that they're trying to build and that they're trying to make. Uh, they had a centerpiece potential act in Jade Cargill. Now it's going to be up to them to find other other women that they can showcase and make into big stars. Uh, and and I don't think that established stars are necessarily the people that they should be fully relying on in that division because. You have a lot of women on on the, on that AEW division that could be doing so much more. So let's get uh, Will Chisholm sent us a super chat saying it's crazy how these how this Jade news blew up in two days. It's it is wild. I um, think if if you're AEW, I think if you're AEW and you see someone like Jade leaving after, like they gave her as much as they could. I I shouldn't say that they could have given her a lot more, but they protected her with an undefeated streak. They gave her the TBS title. They gave her a long reign with that. Could she have been elevated? Could she have been given overall just better stories? Could the bow wow thing gone somewhere? Yeah, probably. 
they did give her uh, a fair number of media appearances. They did try to put her front and center and a lot of stuff. And she was like, yeah, I'm, I'm still out. Like, I think hopefully that might be a wake up call of like, Hey, maybe we either invest more in the women's division or realize you got to do some of these matches. And I hope the CM Punk thing was more for that too. You got to do some of these matches and stories when they're right in front of you and not act like you have five years to, to do some of this stuff. Cause there's going to be something that, that always comes along, whether it's a new talent, whether it is someone want to leave something like that, something's going to come along. So do the stuff that's in front of you when you have it. I think they missed a lot of opportunities when it came to CM Punk. And I understand they thought they were going to have him for a while. They missed a lot of opportunities when it came to Jade Cargill. They thought they were going to have her for a while. No, these people are just, they're leaving. And even if you do present them well, even if you do treat them well, Stuff happens. Stuff have they have other aspirations. They take comments a certain way. So maybe just do the stuff you can do while while you have the opportunity. Yeah, Cody is, is another one. Like do it while you have the chance because I think they left money on the table with Jade with everything they did, and I think they left money on the table because they thought, oh well, you know what, she's gonna be here for a while, and then she wasn't, and now we never got a, a Jade and Brit program which could have could have been something uh we we never we never got jade even going after any of the women's titles jade and tony storm or the the main women's title i should say she was never in that program she held that tbs title for a year never elevated to the aw women's uh women's title program they left money on the table with her we'll see maybe she'll come back one day but uh someone who's here right now is uh, someone that we know very well. Another another FMC, or we're just making up for the Tuesday show. So uh, let's bring Apparently. him on. Sometimes my co-host as well in this show, if Jeremy's unavailable. The one, the only, SP3 is here. Hi, SP3. Hey, the buddy. Sub- the substitute oh, teacher of Fightful. Oh my God, you have, you have moving graphics now? I was, I was trying to find a moving thing that we could try and use for this, but that's an awful quality look look look, look how things change you guys have changed since the last time i was in the weeds yeah i don't like that at all that's awful i'm gonna i'm gonna fix it up and get a better one that we could use within the weeds Mm. i wanted something that kind of moved in the background a little bit not too much no i don't like birthday jeremy thanks buddy thank you sp3 how are you pal i'm doing well i was asked to come on here and roast you um i'm a a professional thing that I'm a professional nice. party host and roaster, so I can do both. So I'm just here. I'm just here because I was called upon. I am the Fightful Substitute Teacher, Season 1, Abbott Elementary, Gregory Eddy. That's me. That doesn't seem very nice that you're just called upon here to roast me. What, what kind of party is this, Joel? Awful. I didn't do that. This is SB3 going rogue. I never said anything about roasting. I said we're Man. making... The best parties are about roasting. And what would I be doing here if I wasn't here to roast Jeremy a little bit? Because, you know, he always takes the opportunity to roast me when something goes wrong with my Los Angeles Lakers. He's a he's a he's a hater. He's a hater by day. Father all day and uh, a writer by night. And day and no, that's all day too and and all yeah yeah all day <laughs> i don't know what you do at night but he does that he runs writing then too but yes jeremy lambert i'm glad to be here on your day this special day you jimmy butler hater uh you okay. habitual bandwagon jumper 
going from Thunder to, to Nuggets. That was ridiculous. And the best the best thing I got as far as roasting on last minute is that you look like Shaggy after Scooby-Doo passed away and he had a midlife crisis. That's the best thing I can do, Joel, as far as roasting. Um, it's something. <laughs> but that's all I have because all I have today, I don't have a, a sermon to do. I just have a song because it's your day, yeah. Jeremy. You deserve it. You deserve a song. I was going to uh, take something from, you know, Taylor Swift, but I don't think I can execute that uh, to your standards. So I decided to take something, you know, uh, topical and something that has become topical on social media because people didn't live through the time that me and Jeremy lived through this time. And I remember I know when Jeremy was like 14, 15 years old, because Jeremy could tell you he was a Taylor Swift fan. But every time we have these conversations, I could tell he was just like me. And he was a major hip hop fan when he was a teenager. So he heard this song a lot on this day a couple of years ago. Go, 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 Jeremy. It's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. We're going to sip Picardy like it's your birthday. You know we don't give up. It's your birthday. You can find me in the wheeze, bottle full of bub. Look, mommy, I got the SRS if you into taking drugs. If I'm in, <laughs> not into having sex, I ain't as big as love. And so boat. come give me a hug if you into getting rubbed. I couldn't believe that's the lyrics. But yes, it is your birthday. <laughs> And I had to give you a remix version of In the Weeds. It's not in the club anymore. It's in the weeds. So write that down, folks, for your for your next next birthday. The lyrics are you could find me in the weeds, bottle full of bug. Look, mommy, I got the SRS if you into taking drugs. I like I I, yeah. I, I, I like that I, SRS I, is now a drug. That's yes, you know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I put some in the drug itself. <laughs> I'm I'm into trash reality. I ain't into making love. I, I went back to the original lyrics when I was singing it there. Uh, so Kim, give me a hug if you're into getting rubbed. I'm sorry. When I found out that's the lyrics, I was like, yeah, keeping that. <laughs> How do you not know the lyrics to end the club in the first place? I, I never sing it on karaoke. It just comes second nature to me. So I've always said it, but right. I've never read it. <laughs> okay, fair yeah when it comes on like i just the lyrics just hit you if you listen yes. to it it, it it just immediately hit you yeah that's fair thank you buddy i appreciate it <laughs> thanks sp3 this is what i needed hey uh real quick your thoughts on jake cargill where's she going oh jake cargill's going to wwe man i i, I love cody rhodes and his recruitment plan you know he he got everything set up it was like a, a probational period. He was like, oh, man, you know, we, gotta, we just got to wait a few months. They don't even know when it's going to expire. It's going to expire the, the week that they want to do a match with her and Chris Statlander on Rampage. <laughs> We're going to bring her over right after. So uh, I'm always happy for the performer. So if this is the best move for her, apparently she's been, you know, talking to advisors and stuff like that. So. Yeah, I mean, I think this is the best move for her. I agree with what Jeremy was saying before I came on that, you know, AEW took care of her, but it was like they were given a diamond. 
because Jay Cargo was already a diver before she came there because of her athletic background and her look, her presentation, uh, just everything that she gained and offered to begin with. And they gave her the training of Brian Danielson and William Regal uh, gave her an undefeated streak, the TBS championship. But then they let that diamond get a little dust on it as far as like bow wow and just keeping her on a treadmill for like, like six to eight months before Chris Statlander came back. So I think that, yeah, Grasser, the weeds look better on the other side after that. I like that you incorporated the name of our show into your uh, commentary. <laughs> Always try to talk about the weeds. I'm all about the weeds, baby. Of course. I want to know Jimmy's thoughts, but we're going to find out uh, on, on your show. Well, we'll just oh, go check it out. He did. He talked about it yesterday. Check it out. It's a lot of fun. I will always put over AW Rambles over on True Heel Heat. Go check that out, please. And the rest of the shows, because we have had other members of the True Heel Heat family on Fightful Overbook. So go check them out. SP3, you're the man. I appreciate it. Thank you, SP3. Love you, buddy. Love you guys. Happy birthday, Jeremy. Thanks, Appreciate you, brother. Later. Wonderful. Take care. There you go. SP3 going with the, the 50 cent. Love it. Absolutely love it. Man's got you. you I go. like how he called SRS a drug. That was honestly fantastic. So Andrew Zarian, Andrew Zarian loves to keep scoops from us, but uh, he did just announce on Matt Men that uh, AW will move 12 pay-per-views a year on HBO Max in 2024. That seems to be uh, part of his reporting. So that's, that's interesting. Yay. Hooray. More all, wrestling. And they're all going to be on Sundays. <laughs> He says he feels confident in saying it. It's not a prediction. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if it's like a full on. Like, I trust Daria. Uh, uh, you know, that's your I first pick. Yeah, I know. Right. So I trust Daria. He's going to be giving us his, his conspiracy theories from now on. I don't know if we can trust that's true. Him anything. That's true. So, yeah, I don't I I guess it's a report, but I don't know if it's like a report report. So, but I obviously trust there and I trust uh, who he, who he's talking to, what he, what he's saying. Uh, and if he feels confident in saying that, then he obviously believes there's a, a big belief in that. So, uh, well, at least I'm going to be on max, I guess. Um, that'll, that'll help with the, the fans and paying for them and everything. I, I, I gotta, I gotta work more. <laughs> that sucks. How much is max per month? Twenty bucks a month for ultimate ad free. Nine dollars, yeah, nine ninety nine for ad light. Yeah, I don't care about ad free. Uh, I'll take ad light. Like I, I got peacocks with the ads. It doesn't matter to me. That's fine. See, fifteen ninety nine a month for the ad free plan. <sighs> man, more more shows to cover. Yay! More subscription services. And I don't know what Canada's going to do because I don't think we get HBO Max. So. Why? Why are they? Why are they ruining my birthday with all of this news, Joel? Like now on a Friday, no less. We we've got people losing jobs. They're telling me now I got to work more. Basically, WWE is like, hey, here's here's people losing jobs. AW is like, hey, you got to work more now. Like. John Alba did the same thing. John Alba messaged me. He's like, I got a gift for you. Here's a quote from Matt Hardy. That's really funny. I was like, so your gift to me, John Alba, is that I got to work? Like, thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. 
Joel, you're making me do with this show. Like, I mean, if it makes cat. you feel any better, I do have a hard out and we don't have to have our post-production meeting because I have another appearance to do. My cat, you have other appearances. Who's booking you? Uh, I'm going to be on Brass Ring Media with uh, Zach Haydorn after this. So oh, come and join okay. me there. Like I'll be both in front and behind their paywall today. Okay, we like Zach Haydorn. That's fun. You know, my cat leaves better gifts and she just throws up. That's better than what these wrestling companies are giving me. Uh, I'm not going to plug the VPN here because they don't actually sponsor us on this side of things, but they're good. They, they're very good. If you go, go to youtube.com slash Fightful, they sponsor us there and they do great work with us. So yes, there's, that's the, uh, that's the alternative for HBO max for you outside of the U S friends. How about that? Yes, you could do that. I, I have Max, or I know people who have Max, and they, they are kindly letting me. We don't do a sh- account sharing. No, I have Max. I'm subscribed to Max. I was actually unknowingly paying for Max for a couple of months, and I didn't realize it. Speaking of Max, what do you think of uh, Steiner Matt this past Wednesday? That was good. That was good. MJF was a, was a good promo. We got Joe and MJF. Looking forward to that match. It's a good match. Yeah, That's so... Cool. So I'm looking forward to it. Obviously, I, I was hoping it would be going to be Roderick, Roderick Strong. Maybe they'll do that down the line. It feels like they will. I love the ending to Dynamite this week. It felt a little dragged out. I think they could have done what they did in five minutes in like two and a half. That's kind of my feeling is that just all the lead up to have Joe then come out and choke out Adam Cole. It feels like we could have maybe not drawn that out as much. But otherwise, I'm, I really enjoyed the match between Joe and Strong. I do. I don't mind that it's going to be Joe and MJF for that title. It feels like maybe that was also a bit of a let's sell some extra tickets because that's a big name in Samoa Joe, Samosa Joe, Mimosa Joe, Ragosa Joe. Had to get through all of them, and instead uh, we'll have a big Grand Slam moment for uh, for for this show. What do you think of this finish? I liked it. Seems bad. I don't know. I I, I liked it. I liked Roderick Strong. He's he's uh, Jeff Valley Driver is like the Adam. I That's great. You, Adam. Yeah, like Rod- Roddy Strong has been killing it yeah. in this role. He's been he's been fantastic. Uh, Joe seemed like the obvious winner to to me. Uh, I I understand why Roddy Strong made sense, but Joe and MJF for Grand Slam felt like the bigger match. If you want to do Roddy and MJF at Wrestle Dream, that's fine because you're kind of selling Wrestle Dream on Danielson, Zack Saber Jr. Anyway. Um, so I, I think Joe is the right call. I'd probably put the title on Joe, but that's just my pure, you know, fantasy booking that I really like Samoa Joe in that role. But MJF, uh, I liked MJF doing the Steiner mad. He, look, he rattled that thing off. Bless him. He got through it. No, no slip ups or anything. That's a pro right there. MJF. So I didn't have a problem with the ending. I thought dynamite overall was a, was a good show. It felt focused. There's still a little much to the back to me. Uh, and Excalibur legitimately says it. Let's go to the back. Like, okay, I've heard this before. Maybe they're paying tribute to Impact and Impact 1000. Um, bless, you know what the best part of the Steiner Math promo was? I know exactly where you're going, and I love it too. Garrett had posted it earlier in the day. Garrett can just see the friggin' future out here. Usually, you know, Garrett would be like, hey, that MJF promo was a reference. And this one's like legitimate. Sometimes he'll, you know, tie it together bullshittedly of like, this is actually a reference to this. No, the MJF promo was a reference to Steiner math. Um, usually he's posting it within like two seconds. He'd already posted it earlier in the day. And it, what if MJF 
I guess he would have recorded this last week because he didn't show, but they aired it this week. What if they were like, you know what? Let's air this this week and be like, this is we. What if WWE or that? What if AEW starts booking uh, based on what Impact post earlier in the day? I think that's a great bit. They should do that. The first ever AEW Feaster fired match. Let's go. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, Jeff L. Driver says Impact Social Media Team knows the future. Look, Garrett Kidney is the best at this we had him on the show last week ahead of impact 1000 and he explained how he's able to get the get these clips up so quickly and stuff garrett is on top of things if you do not know who is behind the the social media we blew up a spot last week i think people people online know but it's garrett kidney uh go listen to or watch our interview with him that we that we did last week and he explains the the process behind all this he rules he does. That was on, I think it was on Monday, by the way. Garrett? Garrett wasn't on Monday's show. Was he last Friday? Yeah, he on was Monday last week ahead of Victory Road and Impact 1000. Yeah, you're right. Canadian Hour was this Monday. The, the weeks kind uh, of go together, but uh, yeah. <sighs> I know, right? Why come to work? I get it. Why do that? Anyway. Uh, yeah, so I also love that uh, AEW and OVW paying tribute to Impact ahead of Impact 1000 because they had Dixie Carter on over in OVW. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Dixie wasn't on Impact 1000. So big, big, big sad moment. Instead, they're just doing the tour all around, all around all the other territories. They're just showing up and that's fine with me. Uh, Max doing that promo was fun. And I do like that Adam Cole had the perfect reactions. First, when MJF was talking about uh, Roddy Strong, he was very like unsure and just like beside himself he just didn't know how to react he was so inside and then he started acting like pd williams during the steiner math promo and that was just perfect because the steiner math promo was like off the cuff and people didn't really know it was happening so pd's reactions at the time were like legitimate and, and real and then he got adam cole trying to recreate that and i just loved it i thought it was a really good uh, a really good promo really silly really stupid but that's just kind of what it is now with uh, with MJF right now, it was pretty good. So it's good. No. They did a dance off in the middle yeah. of you know a match. Yeah, this is the way like, it's going to be now. And, yeah. and and again, when they get to the title match, it'll be more serious between MJF and and Samoa Joe. They'll do more. Because I don't. Joe think ain't playing this bullshit. Yeah, and I don't think it's going to be a long match. Quite honestly, I think you know it'll probably be a fifteen minute match maximum. And I think I hope other matches are going to get more time. Um, which matches exactly? I don't know. Because you've got Soraya versus Tony Storm as the uh, the women's championship match, that has potential. But I don't know if Soraya can do deep waters either. Uh, so that's that's just kind of another side of things. I don't know what the what the matches for Grand Slam are going to be lengthwise. But I don't know. The show's Jericho coming. and Sammy's getting about a half hour. Yeah, I was kind of regretting wanting to say that, but that's it's a possibility. And it, and hopefully it's a standout match for Sammy Guevara. I think Moxley and Phoenix will get time. And I think. Um, oh, the tag uh, match with the uh, Cage Luchasaurus, Darby, and Sting. That'll get, that'll get a little bit of time. Is that on Dynamite? I think that might be on Rampage. It's currently, uh, at least on Wikipedia, it's being promoted for Dynamite. Mm, they didn't promote that as part of the Dynamite lineup on Wednesday. What? So I would caution. Usually they, they announce that the other because they have five matches. Yeah, They've you're got, right. So let's just and typically they only do five matches. So I think that match is going to be on Rampage. Claudio and Eddie think that'll go long. Claudio and Eddie will probably get some time. 
Yeah, that, that'll probably that'll probably get some time. So all singles matches, uh, and Chris Jericho the only match without a title, which rules. Bless that guy. If there's one thing Chris Jericho is going to do, it's going to be the singles match on the card with no title. All in, all over again, baby. <laughs> Gotta respect it, honestly. Gotta respect Chris. Gotta respect them. Why soul level saying Jericho is taking so many L's? Him and Britt have actually been burying themselves. I don't think they're burying themselves because clearly Jericho's doing just fine arriving on TV weekly. But uh, yeah. You, you can't go. bury Chris Jericho. You just, you can't. You can't. You know what he'll do? He'll just reinvent himself and come right back. Uh, that that segment on Wednesday. Not uh, for me. Something else. Not for me. I hope Not- Jericho wins, though. I legitimately hope he wins. Oh, God. I just, I fear what happens. I need Guevara to have the match of his life. I need something to go on with him, but I don't know what. I, I hate the whole, like, we're going to be best pals after this match. I'm like, no, the hell you are. Like, let's let's not do this. I don't want them to be friends after this. I want them to hate each other. They're going after the titles after this. What are we talking about? Which titles? They're not going to be on the show, this, these titles. Whatever these the tag titles. titles. Never heard of them. No, no such thing as the tag titles. Well, one of these tag titles, like... Well, Anyway, we'll just some sense of super chats. Is there anything that we have? If there is there anything that we have seen from Tony Khan's booking to make us think that he cares about booking the women's division better? It's a good question. And I think that uh, I think they've been dealt a lot of a lot of hands that have been kind of raw. You know, they lost Jade and they also had Jamie Hayter go down an injury. But that's not an excuse. I think it's more of a you didn't really care to pivot. This is something you and I have talked about, Jeremy, how they just lost Jade. We're not using that. You're right. But my point being is that continuously, whenever they have an injury or something, instead of pivoting um, off, they tend to pivot around all while waiting for that person to come back. Jamie Hayter seems like we're waiting potentially for her to come back. The Soraya victory felt weird at all in. It was just a win for home sake. I don't know. I don't know what can be done other than spending more time focusing on non title stories in the women's division. I think that would be a start as you focus on non-title stories in the women's division. Cause right now everything is, if you ain't got the women's title or the TBS title, you're probably not really on television. Or if you're not going for that title, you're probably not on television. I don't think, is there a women's match announced for collision tomorrow? Like, I don't think there's a women's match announced for collision. Um, although people are saying the four way was under seven minutes. Here's what I'll say about the four way. They're doing. Um, oh, are they? Are they doing Brit and Sheeta on Collision tomorrow? That's a good. I don't match, then. see that here, but it could okay. be. Okay, Brit's supposed to appear on the show. I know they've like hyped a Brit Brit Baker appearance. Yeah, Brit has a segment. They don't have a match uh, announced though. The women's four way, I like could have gotten more time. Yes, um, but they do this in the men's division as well though. And I said this yesterday is. They use tournaments and number one contender matches as a backdrop to get to the match of the story they are trying to tell. They're telling the Tony Storm going crazy story and, and screwing over the outcast, even though she came out to the outcast music and all this stuff. Like they're they're telling that story. Oh, well, how do we get her in a title match? We book a number one contenders match. They're telling Samoa Joe and MJF, right? How do we get MJF into this? Or how do we get Samoa Joe into this? Oh, he just wins a tournament. Like they, this is how they they get to these matches is they just do a tournament, do a battle royal, do a number one contenders match. But they're telling the story 
of all of this. They even told the story of, hey, how do we get to this match at All In with the competitors that we, we got on this? They've been telling Outcast original story all friggin' year. It didn't lead into any big blow-off, which it should have, but they've been telling that story all year. And then, okay, how do we get to the two originals, Sheeta and Britt, because hater sideline, and the two big outcasts, Tony and Soraya, because Ruby came second, or third, I guess. Uh, how do we get to this four-way match? Oh, we'll do this mini-tournament type of thing. Instead of just doing the match, that's what they've done here with Soraya and Tony. How do we get to Soraya and Tony, a story that we've been kind of telling, at least since All In, even maybe a little before that with uh, because they've been part of the Outcast? We'll just do a number one contenders match. So they just use these tournaments, battle royals, contenders matches as a way to get to the match that they've been telling that story. And they do this for the men as well. I think it takes away from the story a little bit. Just give me the match. Like, I understand why Tony and Soraya are fighting I don't need Tony to like win the this number one contenders match. You can do another match to set up other stuff on there. And so that that's where I would say with the with the women is like they want to try to make things feel important by doing number one contenders matches by doing tournaments because they do the same thing with the men. The problem is the men also get other stuff be aside from that, while the women only get this. I was gonna say you can easily have. You know, Tony is dominant for a few weeks and then she gets a mic segment after a match and says, guess what? I'm on a winning streak and Soraya, I want my title shot because oh. I'm, there's no one else. You can easily just do it like that. Have matches for match sake are okay, but like doing a tournament or a four way to a, create a number one contendership uh, one after another doesn't work. You don't even do that. Tony Storm is just going crazy and Soraya's like, look, you're a little cuckoo right now. Like, if this is what you really want, if you want to throw away the outcast and everything, I don't know who the baby face and the heel is, is in this, but, like, if you want to just throw all this away, fine, let's do this. Let's settle things. Like, and then they do it. Wins and losses don't matter. Bless Carmella. She was right. Said it once on TV, and I was like, capture that moment and remember it forever. She got it. I do love um, that, and by love, I mean absolutely despise the fact that Tony came out to the outcast music yeah. Um, on dynamite and left to it i was just like wait a minute i thought she was like considered not part of the outcast i thought they were like she's gone cuckoo bananas so she you know she took the spray paint can away and she walked off and she was nuts and she's out but now she's suddenly back in there's just there's, there's just a lot of weird stuff going on i don't know what's going on there i want to know why Sheeta just didn't get a singles rematch that's what i want to know yeah easy as that she should come back and be like, I want my rematch. And then she gets the title back. That's the way it should be. Give her that title match back. Give her, give her her contractually obligated rematch. But instead, she opted to do it in the four-way. Was that what happened? I don't know. Uh, but it wasn't, it wasn't a rematch, though. It was just a, she, that was a number one contenders match. So she hasn't gotten a rematch. Weird. It's just weird. Anyway, there, again, there are there the Grand Slam card is something to look forward to. Certain pieces of getting there have been a little. Nah. I honestly, I think the best build out of this has been Claudio and Eddio. Eh, Claudio and Eddio, and I th- just think that's because those two have been. Th- th- there's the history there, and there is just the segment from last week was so well done. The sit down with uh, was it with Tony? Or was it with Jim? 
Oh, Shivani. It was Shivani. Yeah, okay. Yeah, because then Eddie was like, go go sell some tickets, Tony. And I was just, it's funny. But uh, I, I like that build more than anything. I, I Honestly, I think Claudio is going to walk out with that strong openweight championship and go back to Japan with it for, for a tour. I wouldn't be surprised and then win it back at that final battle. Maybe. I mean, uh, when it comes to Claudio and Eddie, they've been feuding for a while now. I mean, you can date that back to what was the, the match? It was last year, last September, wasn't it? So, like, yeah, they like they've been feuding since Claudio showed up, and Eddie's like, "Get this guy out of here." So, they, they've been feuding since Final Bat or Forbidden Door last year. If you want to be serious about it, so yeah, um, they, they yeah, they, they they've built that one. I think MJF and Samoa Joe is kind of the the hottest right now. Yeah, and I'm just looking at I'm looking at the rest of the card and thinking, um. Moxley and Phoenix kind of has something just because they've had this combination doing stuff for the last little while. Cause Eddie's been involved with Lucha brothers and then you got Moxley on BCC and all that. So there, there's something there, but really of all the matches being set up, this was probably, this is probably the one with the best, uh, the best background to it. And I'm a fan of that. And honestly, if there wasn't a world title match on the card, this would have been the main event, Claudio and Eddie, just because of the, the only if Eddie's went in. You ain't putting that shit in the main event if Claudio's winning. No, because I think that it, regardless of who wins, a title is changing hands. And for some, I get it. Eddie winning in, in, in Queens, massive, massive. Don't get me wrong. But I think the idea of just like someone's walking out with two titles, that's still pretty big. But you have a world title match. like it, Unless it opens the show, uh, MJF and, and Samoa Joe is, is the match. Well, that's- yeah, MJF Samoa Joe is, is closing. Eddie should still close. If Eddie's winning, close it. I don't care. Close the door. If if Eddie is winning this title, that should be the main event. Yeah. I mean, it kind of gives it away, but I don't care. It's still going to be a big moment. Or maybe they're just trying to build up to a big moment that's not going to happen. <sighs> no, don't do that. That's fine. I'm sure we'll talk more about Grand Slam as the week goes on next week, uh, probably on Monday because or on Wednesday because we'll have to set it up. Let's start wrapping up. We've got... Uh, Bye. Oh, my wife is coming to say happy birthday. Since it's your birthday show. What? Since it's your birthday show. Yeah. Was this your big surprise, Joel? You you mm-hmm. you got my wife to say happy birthday? Did it work? Are you surprised? That I, I would hope my wife tells me happy birthday. What yes. if the surprise was that she wouldn't tell you happy birthday, but she went against direct orders and decided to tell you happy birthday because she loves you so much? Oh, that I mean, that would be a surprise, I guess. Then happy birthday. Surprise averted. All right. What else are we talking about? Thank you. We'll just hit on. We'll just hit on the end of this. What, baby? Oh, okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Smackdown. All we need to talk about. There's two things announced. Grayson Wolo effect with John Cena. Uh, Is he going to be able to see him? Is John Cena going to show up this time? Yeah, John Cena is going to be there. Oh, okay. Nothing else to add then. Are we going to set up a match with John Cena and Grayson Waller? Kind of make up for money in the bank. Oh, this is great timing for you to freeze on me. This is it. Oh, and we're back. You couldn't see me. <laughs> it's true. I could, but you just weren't moving. Yeah. Waller and Cena, do you think we do a match finally? No, not not tonight. I mean, at some point, yes, but not tonight. Maybe this is the uh, two two weeks from now. I don't know where they'll be, but uh, maybe they'll set it up for next week. Yeah. 
anyway, and then LA Knight, yeah, takes on the Miz because of course he does. It's payback rematch. Hopefully, it doesn't go eighteen minutes. What do you think? Um, sure. It feels like Miz might actually win this. I don't know. Um, sure. Oh, John Cena might get involved in this. Grayson Waller might get involved in this. We might actually be setting up a tag team match. Oh my god, I'm all about it. What's it going to be? John Cena and the Miz against? No, it's John Cena and LA Knight versus Miz and Waller. I don't hate it. Battle of the talk show hosts versus Battle of the LA Knight and John Cena. I don't know. I got nothing left. Wow. I have to go. I have to go do another show. Wow. You you really mailed this one in, Joel. I did, didn't I? Yeah. Just happy birthday, Jeremy. The best birthday present you've ever gotten. Me mailing. Did two hours with you, and then we got run-ins from people I already talk to all the time. Good well, job, Joel. It's people that you like, so that helps. I mean, I, I like most of these people. Good job, Joel. <laughs> I'd spoken to other people, but they're like, "I'm busy. I have work," and I'm like, "What's wow. that like?" Wow. I blame them. We're not going to bury them on the air. I'll bury them off the air, but blame <laughs> them. Anyway, Jeremy, happy birthday. Thank you. I said it on the Impact Show, and I said, if any of you clip this, I will absolutely come after all of you and just beat you down. Uh, I am incredibly lucky to work with you. I am incredibly lucky to call you a friend, and you're very hardworking. You're a wonderful friend and a great dad and a great husband from everything I hear. Uh, you deserve this day. It's, it's your birthday, so you should probably have it. <laughs> but also, try Try and get some time to breathe. I know it's a busy day, but uh, I just want to tell you, I I appreciate that we get to do this together and that we get to make stupid jokes at each other's expense and talk about the silliness of professional wrestling because this is no no one else I'd rather be doing this with. And that's a shot at Kate and Cresta. I don't care what you think. <laughs> Happy birthday, buddy. Uh, thank you. Thank you to everybody in the... Uh... I got a birthday match message from a place that you know how when you like uh Bojang No, oh, that'd be great. You know how when you like sign up to things and like you enter your birthday and then they send you like the birthday messages? So this is uh, I'll put them on blast. Stonehenge vision source. Uh I'm pretty sure I went there uh when I still lived in North Carolina. They've sent me four text messages my entire life. And it was all birthday wishes. So they do a great job of knowing when my birthday is. Uh, and they just sent me a message. Shout out to them. If you're in North Carolina, go visit Stonehenge Vision Source. I'll put them over because they send you birthday messages when you sign up. Um, thank you, Joel. Thank you to everybody who uh, said happy birthday, whether it was in the chat or who has said it on, on Twitter. Uh, thanks to uh, Zarian, Share, SP3 for, for coming on. And saying happy birthday. Where the uh, hell was Eggman? I don't know. Well, you know, he's he's got more important things to do than than to you know wish me a happy birthday. So what can you do? Just can't yeah. with this guy. Yeah. What can you do? Um. Yeah. Thanks everybody. Appreciate it. Uh. It's a it's a it's a busy day for Sean. He's dealing with uh you know WWE's making him work more than I'm sure he wants to as well. Um. Sure. So yeah. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. I'm going to go try Ohio Bojangles and see how that goes. And yeah, we'll be back next week with a new show. We will be back in the weeds Monday, 10 a.m. Eastern, as we always are. I am Adriel Pearl, G-O-E-L-P-E-A-R-L. Go show Jeremy some love today on his birthday. Send him some money. PayPal.me slash Jeremy Lambert. No, I appreciate everybody who sent Super Chats today. That, that money will not go to, to me. That will go to the contributors. We'll see about that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, friends of the binary, we'll see you uh, at 10 a.m. Monday for 
this show and then go check out everything else that's on this channel because there is plenty every single day. Till then, we'll see you.